Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 158. It is Wednesday today. It is a full moon in Libra, a super full moon in Libra, which is all about sacred partnerships and relationships and balance. And I arrive with a lot moving through me, a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas, and sort of a surprising direction in which we're going to take this podcast today. So first, the weather forecast. Um, It's chilly and gray. It looks like it's going to rain here in Cincinnati. Kind of blah outside. Uh, We had a beautiful sunrise, so I'll probably share that picture just because the light was so beautiful coming through the trees this morning. So full moons. Full moons for me are, um, they used to be more emotional. I feel like I'm getting better and better at balancing my energy as I move through the astrological shifts of the month and just staying steadier and more consistent. But this one for some reason really brought uh, quite a bit of emotion and so I was guided this morning to re-listen to episode 66 which I had called Sacred Partnerships but I didn't realize until I listened to it again I recorded it on the new moon in Libra I believe last September or October So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, I guess I might be doing this more and more. If you haven't listened to that episode, pause this one, (laughs) go back to 66 and listen to that one and then perhaps come back to this one. Even if you've already heard it once, it's really worth listening to again because the message was so beautiful. The vibration was so pure and beautiful in that episode. And it was very much about, you know, the possibilities of what a sacred partnership can look like. And then, well, you'll have to listen to it. It was really beautiful and it brought me quite a bit of clarity and guidance, which is allowing me to step into this space with a slightly different message than what I had intended it to be. So what I thought I would be talking about are you know, just some practical tips and tools on how to navigate our relationships and really develop more deeper, more deeply the sacred partnerships, the close partnerships that we have in our lives that hold us really steady. And then when I was meditating right before this, I felt my grandmother so clearly just speaking to me and and saying we're going further, like we're going to share a different interpretation of a sacred partnership and allow that to be a model or an example of what sacred partnership can look like in the physical world here on earth when it's connected in a beautiful soul way yeah, (laughs) so I'm feeling my way with you because I 
I'm not quite sure how this is all going to flow through, but it just feels really powerful and beautiful. So the example I'm going to offer can offer it can offer you practical ways that you can deepen the relationships and the communication that you have within your relationships here in this lifetime. So my grandmother, my I'll share this for a moment, then I'm going to read about the grandmothers from my book. So my grandmother on my mother's side, um, her name was Evelyn, and um, she was from Australia originally. Her background was from Australia. She emigrated to the um, to South Africa, the Republic of South Africa at the time, and met my grandfather, whose family had emigrated from Denmark, and they started a family and lived there. My mother was born along with her two sisters. And then we all came along when my American dad met my South African mom and they lived in South Africa for my first 11 years. So I spent quite a bit of time with my maternal grandmother from birth through age 11. And then we left. We left South Africa and we moved to the States. And I saw her twice more before she, she passed, she transitioned when my daughter was one, so they briefly met and then um, she died right after, right after she left the United States and went back home. Um, I believe it was six months later she transitioned. So we called her Momsi because um, she didn't want to be called grandmother <laughs> or grandma. And also it just had such a beautiful rhythm to it. Um, so when I started, and she was very formal growing up, I, I wouldn't say she was a cuddly grandmother in any way. You know, we would have tea together and talk and, you know, she was, she was um, very formal. Very unlike my mom, who as a grandmother is extremely affectionate and beautiful and warm and loving. You know, my grandmother was not that way. and. Yet she painted, she poured, at the end of her life, she poured all of this emotion into art. And so I have her paintings all around my house. And they're so emotionally beautiful. So I know what was moving through her, but perhaps, you know, her upbringing didn't allow her to express in the ways that she could through art. When I started to really dive more deeply into energy work and open up this communication flow that I've learned to develop and trust with consciousness, with uh, the infinite, with souls at a, a very conscious level, not here in this physical 3D reality. What started to come through very quickly was the steady love from my grandmother and she would show up as the vibration or name Momsi. I would see her as she appeared to be in this lifetime. And then it became more clear that uh, she and I had spent many, many lifetimes together, that she was a very uh, steady, grounding, infinite influence on my journey as a soul. And, and eventually I started to understand this idea, this uh, form of energy that is called the grandmothers the ancient ones and how they guide souls as they are birthed and brought into form, brought into existence. 
And so I, I shared the story of the grandmothers in my book that I just published in December. It's called One Day Gaia's Gifts. And I'm going to read a little bit of that from chapter 10, and then I, I'll see. I may or may not reflect much more. It may just be enough to leave it there, but we'll see. So, One Day Gaia's Gifts, uh, chapter 10. And this story was uh, channeled to me from the one in my soul tribe who I know is Hari. So it says, from him, from his soul, that he speaks for all of us in the soul tribe. So his story of his grandmother is my story of my grandmother. We, we share that energy. Here's what he says. I arrive in this moment so in love with my tribe when we are birthed together as souls and enter the incubation time spent with our grandmother energy, those also known as the ancient ones, our tribe holds a unique vibration that is formed and soothed through the sound and light of our grandmother energy. When the collective vibration is harmonically sound, then within that cocoon, we each begin to form our unique soul identity. Much like children at a playground or dogs in a dog park, there is the period of getting to know each other and feeling the unique energy and how it is expressed in each individual soul. In this incubation time, we are able to play and experiment with each other, identifying our preferences of vibration. Just as children on a playground or dogs in a dog park, there are those who enjoy much movement and activity and dialogue. And there are those who enjoy sitting in the sun or the shade and watching the antics of the group. Each has its place within the whole, and all are valuable for the unique contribution. So the child willing to swing higher or climb on top of the monkey bars shows the others new possibilities, new heights, the thrill of pushing outside our comfort zones. The one who is watching from the sidelines can identify where there is a need for extra attention to one in the group, or a shift in the dynamic of the ways in which individuals are engaging so that there is more inclusion or more room for equal time going down the slide. Each one in a soul tribe contributes a unique part to the whole. And without each one, the whole would be incomplete the evolution of a soul tribe moves from the incubation period with the grandmother energy on to what we as humans would call school. The love, support, and nurturing of our unique grandmother energy is like an energetic umbilical cord that moves with us always as a soul, connecting us back to our original source. In times of challenge or confusion in our soul journeys, the telepathic connection to our grandmother energy is always available and accessible in a moment's choice. This unique connection is endless, infinite, and pure. As the grandmothers, the ancient ones, reflect the pure light of source energy. As we advance to school as a soul tribe, the parallels to the flow of education here on earth are consistent. As a new soul tribe, just beginning our journey, 
We are much like elementary school students, learning how to be separate from our parents, our grandmother energy, exploring how to communicate our own thoughts and ideas, and how to receive reflections from those wiser than us as they support our learning. We become accustomed to structure and routine and begin to identify our role within the whole. As our souls travel through various experiences on planets and in thought fields of energy, we are drawn, magnetized towards different themes or lessons that expand our understanding and growth as a soul. The more of those experiences we have, the more color and light and sound and texture is added to our unique soul vibration. More creates more creates more. This is so true of the journey of the soul. We simply continue expanding. As the individual souls within a soul tribe expand, the soul tribe itself strengthens in collaboration and harmony and co-creation. Thus, the evolution of one impacts the tribe. And the evolution of the tribe supports the expansion of the one. And this movement and flow simply continues becoming more. I'll pause chapter 10 there, and I just want to go back and read the two lines about the grandmothers again. The love, support, and nurturing of our unique grandmother energy is like an energetic umbilical cord that moves with us always as a soul, connecting us back to our original source. In times of challenge or confusion in our soul journeys, the telepathic connection to our grandmother energy is always available and accessible in a moment's choice. This unique connection is endless, infinite, and pure, as the grandmothers, the ancient ones, reflect the pure light of source energy. When I first started to realize that my, my grandmother in the physical in this lifetime was the embodiment of this energy that I know as the grandmother who formed our soul tribe, who, who held space for us as we created our unique soul identity. I, I was trying to reconcile the two. I was trying to figure out how the feeling of warmth and love and security, the umbilical cord that I felt to the soul grandmother, how could that be the same energy as this physical grandmother who was not so warm and fuzzy, who was more strict and more withdrawn? And then I would just remember her eyes. I, I would just remember seeing her eyes and hearing her voice, the way she would call me Vivi. She's one of the few that would call me Vivi. And just how, how I felt in that space with her. And so I have allowed my understanding of the role she played in this lifetime for me to connect more fully to the energy that I know as the grandmother. And since then I have seen that example of the grandmother energy played out over and over in front of me. So, for example, in Moana, there's this beautiful scene where the grandmother is the crazy woman who dances in the ocean and then she shows up in spirit form 
to this little character right as she's trying to figure out, what do I do? What do I do in times of challenge or confusion? That grandmother energy is right there. And she guides with such strength and clarity and power and truth. And I have felt my grandmother in that way for me over and over and over again as I have as I have written books, as I have created a podcast. She she feels very connected to the energy of this planet. For me, she feels very connected to the ocean. And so when I think of the ocean, when I'm at the ocean, for some reason I feel my grandmother so beautifully, like the the sound of the waves feel like the, it reminds me of the sound of the umbilical space, the, um, the amniotic fluid, the movement of the fluid of a baby when it's being formed. It reminds me of the sounds of the universe when souls are being formed. There is this swoosh, swoosh, it's the white noise. People, <laughs> people use that as a guidance for new parents just put on white noise and it'll it'll muffle out the distractions and the chaos around white noise is white light pure white light source white light translated into sound into vibration and it brings us right back to that space of being a soul that is in an incubation of being formed It brings us back to calm, to steady, to certainty. It allows our mind to settle down so that our heart, our soul can speak to us. The ocean matches that white noise. And so I have very consciously included the vibration of my grandmother in this podcast from the very beginning. The soundtrack that goes with my voice is the ocean, and it is the soundtrack I talked about, I don't know, a few episodes ago, called Momsie's Lullaby. It's the soundtrack of the ocean, and so my grandmother and I co-create this podcast every day. We sit together, I connect with her energy, I bring through whatever the message of love is that is meant to be shared. And then I merge my voice with her sound of the ocean and we create this sacred sound, white noise with a clear message of love. And so we dance, we play, (laughs) spirit and form here in this sacred playground I call Gaia's Love. I never knew (laughs) that this would be possible, that I could have this experience of connecting to her in this way and sharing sharing a sacred partnership. So when she showed me this morning that that's what we would be talking about (laughs) today, I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I can share that. It's so sacred. It's, It's so sacred to me. And yet this full moon illuminating sacred partnerships We get caught up in the human stories, the density of what is playing out in our physical relationships. And when our feelings get hurt, when things feel painful or tender, 
we tend to withdraw in or want to close down our hearts or want to bite back the words or want to go into hiding. And so I invite you to trust, trust that when you open your heart, when you illuminate, share the ways that your soul wants to love, to express itself, when you trust in the steadiness of these infinite sacred partnerships, your human physical relationships are only going to get richer, more beautiful, more profound. When you share that thing that you're terrified to share and you speak your truth, just like I'm doing, you share something very vulnerable but so pure, so, so in alignment with who I am, with who you are. When you speak from that place, love always expands. And so it may have to clear out some darkness. It may have to clear out some shadowy shit. It may have to move through some painful moments of truth. But that's the only way to step into more love. It's to trust and to go right into it. To open the next doorway and step through that doorway. In times of challenge or confusion, our grandmother energy is always accessible in a moment's choice. So when you feel like you're doing it by yourself or you're just not quite sure, you call on that soul, infinite grandmother energy, even if you don't know what that looks or feels like in this moment, Start allowing it to be shared. Open up the communication channel. You can specifically just say, like, I don't even know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to my grandmother energy. And show me, show me what that looks like or how to connect to that vibration of pure love. And the examples will come forward. You will watch funny movies that you're like, I didn't even know that this movie was in existence and yet here I am and there's a grandmother energy example right there you'll remember a preschool teacher or a neighbor or someone who just purely loved you with no conditions attached and that vibration that memory of that kind of love it will give you strength to walk through the conversations you need to have it will give you power to plant your feet and speak your truth and open your heart wider because that's that's how we create sacred partnerships that's what this full moon in Libra is illuminating bringing forward for us how to deepen deepen the connections in our lives how to get rid of the crap and allow more love to be tangibly felt in our human journeys I introduce you <laughs> to my beautiful grandmother energy, who I know is Momsy <laughs> in this lifetime. <sighs> it is the most beautiful expression of love I could offer on this full moon in Libra.
Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in aligning with the optimal health of your mind-body-spirit in the virtual community of Viv's Energy Gym. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.